Hello, welcome to Dalish for June, Wednesday, June 3rd. It's 21 degrees. Apparently it feels like my teeth, 19, 19. Feels like my teeth, 19 outside. And, uh, but, um, beautiful sunny day. Thanks for listening and tuning in to this episode Dalish. It's brought to you by the Patreon supporters over at patreon.com slash iChris. And a small orange if you decide to support me there. You can visit the show notes, goodstuff.fm slash dailyish slash 101. And click the little link to uh, sign up for some web hosting through a small orange. I get a small kickback from that that helps me keep doing the show, keep doing podcasting. And you get amazing web hosting and super easy ways to set up like a WordPress blog, that kind of thing. So a little different episode this time. I had an interesting chat uh, with Sue, my wife. She's been a previous guest on the show talking stuff. And we chatted. We were chatting about um, just some different podcast ideas and sort of she was helping me talk through some stuff. I find, you know, it gets often, like I've alluded to in past episodes, things get stuck in my head, and so I don't, uh, I can't move past it, it's in my brain, and so it helps to talk to somebody, not rocket science, but, uh, so she joined me just chatting, and I threw down the phone and started recording the conversation, mainly not for this idea, but just I was wanting to record it so that I could remember what we talked about later, but as we were talking, I thought I might edit this down into a, and see if it wouldn't make for an interesting conversation to send out to dailyish listeners for a little bit of a peek behind um how you know podcast show kind of gets created and right now it's just this is like almost the first conversation we've ever had about this so it's very early on but uh it gives a little glimpse into some of how we're deciding what goes on where and how and why of a podcast when i started the recording we're talking through sort of a variety show uh popular culture kind of uh panel kind of show and uh, based on, like for non-Canadian listeners, Q is a is and was a popular radio program here on the CBC, Canada's National Public Radio. And a uh, popular host left in disgrace and new host is on. I haven't really listened as much and the new host doesn't, that doesn't matter anyways um, right now. The point is kind of basing it around what the show was, the structure of how Q was and running with that as like a jumping off point for the discussion of a podcast show that maybe I could do. So here's our conversation. I'll pick it up afterwards uh, to wrap up any loose ends. Right. If they really like it, they'll, they download, you know, five more episodes and listen to them all. And if it's, so if it's current event type stuff, that would prevent, that would stop people, like a lot of people anyways, from likely like, because it's like, oh, that's past. I don't really care about this anymore. You know? So, like, say, with using the Q model, it was interesting to go back to previous episodes because you'd have an interview with celebrity or with mm-hmm. so-and-so, right? Mm-hmm. So we wouldn't have that, obviously, Yeah. Uh, for a long time. So why does it of, why is it of interest if it's like... Uh, I forget what the segment ideas I have. Uh, like a news roundup, music guest, interview with somebody... Another music, like the same music guess is what I had it as like a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday thing where the segments would have been greetings and how are you doing, feedback, follow up, news roundup, music guest, interview with somebody, music guest, outro. I think you need more substance there. Yeah, well, for sure. That's like really I mean, now. it's tough because like to me, like like the music cues were never of interest to me. I would never listen to that. I would listen to an, an author... You know, an interview with an author, an interview with an actor. I know, it's like, what, related to current events, but, I mean, I guess, like, like for instance, when that, that couple was getting charged or whatever with, you know, in the States with the 
the um, child's abandonment or whatever because they let their kids walk home from the park by themselves, right? Like, right. you know, like someone that has, like you spend the time reading up on that story and then you have maybe someone on that has whatever, some yeah. expertise in that. That's what I always liked listening to, was kind of experts on things. Right. Or, which, yeah. And so there again, it's like, it's a person, it's, which I wouldn't have initially, like you're, I could get the F list or whatever yeah. person who commented on the story yeah, on exactly. Huffington Post to come and talk on my podcast <laughs> about that idea. Yeah. But that's not going to be of huge interest. <clears throat> and like, I don't think, I'm not trying to be down, I think eventually it wouldn't be that hard to build up a repertoire of people, mm-hmm. but still, is it going to be worth it enough for people to tune in to people who they, at reading it, don't really know who they are? You know, your, your idea, your ideal show would have, you know, some people with a little bit of clout or fame that would be wanting to come on the show. Not ideal, like I don't want it to be celebrity based, but certainly yeah. people who are, have, because if I, if I try and get convinced, have to convince someone to be on a podcast, yeah. as much as I'd love to have whatever, like Carrie talking about parenting or something, or other people who I know talking about yeah, other issues, or easy. Luann or Kevin or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like anybody within our social circles even, who trust us, trust me, it's just, I can't have to, I can't. I, won't, I don't have the time or energy to have to fight to convince people to come on the show. It needs to be a thing that they want to do. Exactly. They understand podcasting. They understand the idea of it. They don't have to have a bunch of gear or be invested in it, but just be willing to talk to someone over the internet or on a mic. So, like, I know, like, for example, it. this is why I know it wouldn't be insanely hard to get people. Like, Merlin Mann was on Tim's show for just, like, a 10-minute segment yeah. of his show, right? And, right. And as long as it's scheduled... Right, He'll and it's only 10 it. minutes, like, that, that is pretty short, right? Like, you'd yeah. think, you'd hope people could give you, I mean, because total, that would be, like, half an hour of their time, right? Like, yeah. So. At, at, but at the same time, it, like, in within the podcasting, my podcasting world, it's already kind of tiring to hear the same voices over and over again. And so mm-hmm. you're, which they're not, not necessarily to you or to other people outside of my sphere. The famous people I know that are willing to do it are infamous people are also the people who always you always hear from. Yeah. So I don't know. I just feel like you need to step out of the... Tech bubble. Yeah. Like the 5x5... Five five whatever. Mike Hurley. <laughs> you know, th- those ones that people are listening to, I think Good Stuff needs to decide to be a different kind of network. Oh, no. That's, I like Kyle and I definitely be, both agree. We don't... And, and so you and so you need to find figure out what that is. Yeah. That's not, and and yeah, I I think like because with S, with um, I was gonna say X percent everything, um, like I guess we're grown ups now. I think that's partly why it's gained popularity is because it's it's completely different podcast that's really interesting to listen to that has nothing to do with tech, right? Like, mm-hmm. I can I see what you're saying with the Q thing. I. What I'm, my question was, or is, how do you get to the point where you can have, like, what can you start with, with the goal of getting to a a point where you can have kind of, you know, a repertoire of people that are 
a bit more famous or, or yeah. you know, have some well, expertise think... on stuff. You've got to start, like, you've got to get some basic episodes in, you know, at least 10 episodes in before you can contact those people and say, hey, this is the podcast. Yeah. And then they, you know, then they at least can see, oh, yeah, it's a regular thing and it's worth my time. Versus... Or, well, there is, I mean, I have a certain amount of whatever social currency or whatever I can spend with certain people, right, who would right. trust me that it's going to be this thing. Yeah. But I also, yeah. What I was going to say is, like, the idea of starting with a weekly show, you, you send out, like, an open call at the initial stage of, like, okay, this is what we're talking about, who wants to do it? Or do you contact, the more, do the more labor-intensive version of, like, specifically go to Paul or go to Carrier, go to whoever and say, this is what I need you for, you know? Because then they come back and say, no, I can't, and then... Here, know. Okay, here's an idea. Just, what if you took the summer to get five episodes ready, like with that goal, so you spent you spend some time, because I think you decide, like let's say, for instance, you want to do use Paul, okay, you decide what is the topic we're talking about, what, you know, like what are the parameters of it, and then you say, you know, like assuming Paul says yes, you figure out a time that it works, you get his segment done, you do that with a bunch of people, and just like July and August are just getting those five episodes in the bag and then September is when you launch and you have five episodes ready to go and you just keep going in September but by September then you can hopefully have a bit of a idea of like and you just right now you just focus on getting 10 minute segments not even don't even know how you're going to put them all together or which show they're going to you know you're going to do five shows of whatever it is. I would say, why don't you start with like a 40-minute show? It's easy enough to block right? them together, especially if you And really all, all you're doing, so for each show, you're really only coming up with three 10-minute segments because you're going to have an intro and an outro and you're, you're in-betweens in there. Yeah. I think initially it would launch with two shows a week just so that like a Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Thursday, so like that's four. Mm -hmm. And then the fifth show would be like the, okay, now we're going to go weekly for a while with the goal of build, like I think the goal would be to go four days a week when we get sponsorships and money and pay a producer and whatever like that kind of yeah. like that would be you know way down the road but the yeah. like building from the reason to do that is your goal to get a live show that people tune into yeah that is would that be part of one it one of the one of the ideals for this yeah because it doesn't it it lends itself to an, a, being an event that you have to be there, you can be there for, right? It creates a sense it, of urgency. Like, to me, like the four days a week, it, if I'm if I download that podcast, like a normal person that doesn't listen to podcasts all day long every day, that's way too much. Then you just feel like I can't keep up with that podcast, and then you end up not listening to it because you're so far behind. Like using the Q model of it, like it was live four days a week, right? Mm -hmm. And you. I fell behind, obviously, listening, downloading, and I wasn't listening. But it was, I'm, I'm guess I'm building towards a future where the idea being it'll be super easy in five years for people in their cars to tune into a live podcast somehow, yeah. however that works. Mm -hmm. And so it won't, there won't be this huge barrier of how to subscribe to podcasts, how to listen. And so it could be a thing where you happen to catch it live on your podcast live streaming app on your car phone mm -hmm. or whatever. And so then you want to subscribe. And that's 
and vice versa, you can subscribe to the show that you happen to catch live sometimes and then you don't listen to that episode because you already listen live. Mm-hmm. That or like the internet TV thing, like your Apple TV becomes or whatever the device happens to be where you can tune in live for this stuff video-wise or whatever and it's yeah. a live video thing that is super easy for me to get fed onto everybody's device and they just have to, have to fire up the right app kind of thing. So I don't know that that's realistic. I think two days a week is sort of the... The like realistic short-term goal. Yeah. And realistically, it the amount of money it would take, or like our costs cover, I'm guessing, and I'm probably underestimating, but two to three hours per episode to prepare for it. Yeah. Is including recording time or whatever. So like that's another day of my time. Mm-hmm. Realistically, like to if you want it to be a quality show, it can't just be something that I quickly hack together Tuesday morning and then two days a week even down the road mm-hmm. is means if we if if I jump to that somehow that has that means there's a lot of listeners and sponsors following if i need $4000 a month let's say mm-hmm. right and that means $2000 a month has to come in from sponsorship to cover my the time i spend on that show right i'm at $90 on patreon <laughs> only $1,900 more to go. <laughs> we haven't even got the show. <laughs> you seem like scared at when I actually computed the time. Well, because so far any time spent on podcasting doesn't make us any money. That's not true. It has. Not a lot, though. Oh, no, I'm not saying it's <laughs> like it's covering breaking even or whatever, but it's not like it's a zero-sum game. Like right, right. The amount of money... I know, but we need to make, like... Oh, I know. I guess we're just in a time where I'm feeling like don't have any money, so... <laughs> That's how I... We're always so in So talking about like, the thing that doesn't make us any money and how we're going to pour more time into that versus <laughs> anything that people are okay, actually, at least... Like, it's kind of like you have these two jobs... One where people are hesitant to give money, but they at least agree that they should pay something for it. And the other one where people think, no, it should just always be free and I should never have to pay any money for it. And it's like... And that's the second one is when I want to pour And you want to pour your effort into that second one. And (laughs) the first one isn't even making us enough money. (laughs) And I just want to go buy myself a couple of (laughs) t-shirts. And I can't. All right, so that's our conversation. What do you think? At this point, we obviously don't know what will come of this. Like I said in the intro, very early days, very early discussion. It's a, an idea, though, that's been percolating and sort of brainstorming around for I would, months at a time. I've talked to friends about it indirectly and, and thus stuff like that. But um, what do you think of our chat? What do you think of the ideas for the podcast we had? Is a live show important to you? Is four days a week of a show too much? Is one day a week not enough? Where do you fall? I'd be curious about your comments. If you have any, you can email me, chris at goodstuff.fm, or uh, hit me up on Twitter, iChris on Twitter. As we discussed in the in the program, um, we're a few thousand dollars short <laughs> on the Patreon thing. I'm not. I'm sort of joking. If we if we are going to do a, a serious Patreon campaign around this, we'll do it and do it proper. So, uh, but if you're curious about how that works, Patreon.com/slash/iChris is where you can visit to to check into that more. Support me if you like. Um, 
it'd be very much appreciated. You can sort of hear a bit of the reasons why maybe in the in the episode. Uh, in the meantime, thanks for listening. I think that's it. Yes. Bye. Oh, 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 o